everyone. Welcome to episode 244 of SwiftCast. This is Steph. And Adam. And we apologize. We have not had an episode in a few weeks. Uh, we mentioned on another episode that Taylor hasn't been doing a lot, so we were kind of not exactly consistently recording. But the good news is, it seems like she's being very active lately. A lot of stuff has happened since our last episode on 243, so we have a lot to catch you up on, and the biggest piece of news is the Delicate music video and the fact that Delicate is the next single from Reputation, so that's going to be our focus of this episode, but there's still a lot more to talk about what's happening lately. Yeah, tour is less than two months away now, and Taylor's a little bit more active on social media, liking things on Tumblr, uh, posting a little bit here and there. So we're excited that we're getting a lot closer to tour, and hopefully we'll see a little bit more of her, whether it's her social media presence or even out and about. Yeah, it seems like that could happen. She might start just increasing her presence as tour gets closer she's probably been so busy rehearsing but really i was thinking at this point they have to have a lot of it down oh yeah i would think so too i'm sure it was a very long process that probably started at some point last year and they have to i'm sure build the whole set and remember those behind the scenes videos from 1989 tour where they talked about making that big huge runway catwalk that lifted up and spun and how long that must have taken and everything oh yeah yeah and all of that was so far in advance she's probably been planning the tour since well before the album was even released so it's just crazy to think that she and her team know exactly how this tour is going to go and we have no idea it's really fun though to think about all the surprises we'll see. Absolutely. Can't wait. And we don't have to wait too much longer. No. Like Adam said, less than two months. So we're hoping that we're going to have a lot more news to share with you. And especially when tour starts, we're planning to go to multiple shows. So you can look forward to that. And of course, we're also excited to talk with all of you about your thoughts on tour. For now, though, we're going to jump right into all the news that has happened since our last episode. Yeah, and speaking of 1989, which I just mentioned, the album 1989 is the most streamed female album of all time with over 8 billion streams. That is just amazing to me because 1989 was not available for streaming until very recently. We all remember Taylor wrote the letter to Apple and she wrote the article in the Wall Street Journal as well right before 1989 was released and she refused to have the album available for streaming until recently. So this is just huge. And that's funny. I just looked up because I knew it was around the same number, but the population of the entire world is 7.6 billion people so <laughs> that is more streams than the entire population of the world that is a really good statistic to know i i didn't even know mm -hmm. wow so it's probably a lot of people like us just streaming over and over and over again right 
Well, as we mentioned, Taylor's been a little more present on social media lately. She posted a really funny video of Olivia Meredith, which was great. We have not seen them in a really long time. And she just said, in this house, there is no correct or incorrect way to relax. And it showed the cats and their unusual postures that we all know and love. Yeah, it first showed Meredith just sitting nicely on the bed, I think. And then Taylor panned over to Olivia, who it's hard to describe, but she was on the floor and she basically had all four of her limbs like going in crazy different directions in a very awkward pose. (laughs) Yeah, they're always in such weird positions. I always remember the photo Taylor posted of her with... I believe it was Meredith on the plane, and Meredith is asleep in her lap with her head just on top of her stomach, pretty much. It's really funny, but they're cats. They're flexible, so they can really be comfortable in any kind of position, I guess. For sure. So as we speculated on our last episode, and those smart Taylor fans were absolutely correct... Taylor recently announced the opening acts for the Reputation Tour. And as we thought, one of them is Camila Cabello. And the other one is Charlie XCX. Yeah, on our last episode, we talked about how Taylor fans lined up Taylor and Camila's respective tour schedules and figured out that there were no overlapping dates. So everyone thought this was happening. I think people thought really way back in, I think it was December when Camila was wearing tailored merchandise and everybody was thinking, hey, maybe, maybe she'll be the opener. So everyone was right. I think everyone is really, really excited about this. I think it's exciting. I've mentioned on other episodes how Taylor gets criticized for everything, but one thing that people always criticized her about was she hasn't had a female opener for a while. She had Ed, of course, for Red. Vance was the main opener for 1989. So that's one nice thing. We have two amazing females opening for Taylor. I think that's cool. But I also think it was dumb to criticize her for that anyways. But like I said, people will find anything to talk about if it's somehow negative and related to Taylor. So... Aside from that, though, these are just two really great artists who are blowing up everywhere. So I think it kind of explains why ticket prices are higher this tour. Yeah, that very well could be. You do have two pretty well-established artists already. Um, They're not like up-and-comers, I would say. Right. And the other cool thing is we know Taylor's friends with both of them. Taylor had Fifth Harmony as a special guest on the 1989 World Tour. And of course, we know that she and Camilla have hung out a lot. And with Charlie, she was also a special guest on the 1989 World Tour. So I bet it they're just going to have a blast together. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing them. You know, sometimes when you go to a concert, you don't really care about the openers. And maybe you'll show up at some point while they're playing, you know, you don't want to get there early, but for Reputation Tour, I'm definitely going to get there before it starts so I can check them out. Oh, absolutely. 
Well, Camila and Charlie are also very excited about joining Taylor on the Reputation Tour. Camila posted on Instagram a long message, so I'll just read it. She wrote, On every level, this is a dream come true. As a fan, I'm going to be singing every song at the top of my lungs. As a friend, it's a giant sleepover. That's all in caps. As the girl who had a Taylor Swift poster in her room when she was 14 and wanted so badly, also all in caps, to go to the Speak Now tour, and then in parentheses she wrote, distinctly remember my friends going to school the next day raving about it and me like four crying emoji faces, and that's the end of the parentheses, and then she wrote, it's a dream, in all caps, and then she finished with saying, as the girl who would sing Hey Steven thinking of the boy in class who didn't know my name. It's a dream. Also, Charlie XCX, who I adore. What? This is going to be so much fun. Thank you, Taylor, for having me from the bottom of my heart. I love you so much. That is a really nice statement. Really nice. And these are things I didn't know. I didn't know that she had a poster of Taylor and didn't get to go to the Speak Now world tour. Yeah, I had no idea either. We just knew she was a fan, but she's been a fan for a long time. And how about that? To have a poster on your wall to now open up for her. Pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of what a fan Taylor was of Tim McGraw. And then she wrote Tim McGraw. Right. So Charlie XCX also wrote a little thank you note on Twitter. And she wrote, woke up this morning. It was like... Oh man, it's not a dream. I really am going on tour with Taylor Swift and Camila Cabello, and it's going to be a totally wild, crazy girl power situation. Yeah, it's just really cool that they're both so excited. It makes me wonder whether Taylor will actually bring both of them out on stage during her set. If you remember during the Fearless tour, at least during the first leg, Taylor would bring back Kelly Pickler and Gloriana, and they would do I'm Only Me When I'm With You all together, which was awesome. So I kind of wonder, maybe she'll bring them out on stage at some point. Yeah, that's a good point. And then going back to the Red Tour, she did the same with Ed, and that's because they had a song together, so it made sense. So Ed as the opener finished and then during Taylor's set he came back but then for 1989 she never did have Vance or Sean or Haim ever come back out so she kind of went away from that but I know what you mean maybe she will yeah yeah I guess she did have Haim come out when Nelly was a special guest right true yes Mm -hmm. yeah I think everyone would really enjoy that because like we said both are such well-established artists and have really great fans already. So to see all three of them together on stage would be great. I wonder what they would sing. Yeah, I wonder if they would do one of Taylor's songs like she did on the Fearless Tour. Or if maybe they'll do a surprise song every night. That could be cool. That could be. Sometimes they'll do a Camila song or maybe a Charlie song or a Taylor song. We'll see. So another piece of exciting news is that for Record Store Day next month, 
Taylor is going to release three special colored vinyls. The self-titled album will be on a turquoise vinyl. The Fearless Platinum album will be on a gold vinyl. And the 1989 album will be on a hot pink vinyl. And just so you know, Record Store Day is April 21st. So this is really cool. Taylor has gotten me into vinyls just because she's over the years released her albums on the vinyls. But I love having the different colored vinyls. Earlier, we did a really special giveaway where we were able to give out the orange colored Reputation album through FYE's support. And that vinyl is really cool. And I love it because I bought one. But so now we have all these other albums on special colors. It's going to be really neat. Yeah, I never got into the vinyl craze and I don't have a player, but these are ones that I would definitely want to get um, if I had the ability to play them. Or even, you know, some people probably just collect them and don't even have a vinyl player. Yes, that would be me. That would be (laughs) you. Okay. I don't have a vinyl player, but I just collect them. But yeah, it's cool memorabilia to have. And I just went and looked up a little bit about Record Store Day to know more about what it is. And it's to celebrate the culture of the independently owned record store. And the day brings together fans, artists, and thousands of independent record stores across the world. And a number of records are pressed specifically for Record Store Day, like these that we're talking about, and are only distributed to shops that participate in the event. So that's really cool. Yeah, I never realized this was a day that was celebrated because I don't think Taylor's ever done anything before, but I'm sure we'll be talking in the coming weeks about how you can actually order these vinyls. Hopefully you can do it in advance, and I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor's own store will have these available. Oh yeah, that would be cool. So in more record-breaking news, Taylor is the most streamed female artist on Spotify of all time, and she's the second most streamed female on Apple Music. So just more accolades of conquering the music industry. And again, it's just that she only recently put herself on these platforms. So it, it really, it was less than a year ago, right? And she's already just dominating both platforms. Right. Well, as we mentioned, Taylor was also recently spotted out in public. So we're thinking maybe in the coming weeks she'll be out in public more. But she was seen hiking in Malibu lately. So that's exciting. She also was spotted in California at Big Sur where there are falcons. And so a fan posted some photos of her, said that she spent at least 20 minutes just talking. So that was really nice to see. Yeah, it is cool. As as much as we don't like, you know, invasive paparazzi photos, it's always good to just see her being a regular American girl, you know, out hiking. Right. And it looked like she was having a good time in both situations at Big Sur and in Malibu. I don't know, that actually makes me wonder if rehearsals are in California rather than Tennessee. I just kind of assumed they were probably in Tennessee because that's where they usually are. Yeah, I thought so too, but I'm not sure. 
yeah, it could have just been a break or something. So these are things hopefully one day we'll know. We just don't know right now. And finally, I don't know if so far it's just been one fan or multiple, but it looks like Taylor Nation is sending out some mail to people who have recently ordered merchandise on the website. And what they're sending them is an upgrade to be in the snake pit for Tor. So how cool is that? That is awesome. Although it gives me a lot of questions. Like, I don't know what you do with your old tickets or logistically how they're working all of this. It seems like it would be really difficult to do. So it, it's pretty cool that they're doing this. Yeah, and of course, Taylor Nation has always been known to give upgrades, whether it be ahead of time or they had the Taylor Nation booth at the 1989 tour where they gave upgrades. So I'm sure they'll continue to do it. And it's always good that you can move, you know, those dedicated fans who may not have the money to be way up in the front um, or didn't get a chance to buy tickets early enough. So they were kind of stuck up up higher so that you can give them uh, awesome seats. Yeah, you have to wonder, though, how do they know the order they're placing these upgrades in as a person who has tickets to a show? You're right. Maybe they are creeping on people's Twitter pages. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe because most people have an account to purchase through the website, so they probably have previous orders, and maybe they can somehow figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes me want to place an order just to see what happens. Right. You never know. You never know. So... Hopefully we'll see more of this happening soon, but it's pretty exciting. It just means tour is getting closer and closer. Do you think that Taylor Nation will have a booth like they did for the last tour? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that. I kind of think no, just because of the way this era has been. So kind of quiet. The only explanation is reputation, you know, that, that's right. kind of the theme. So I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of have the same feeling. I mean, I think it's less number of shows compared to 1989, so it might be more feasible. But still, you know, it's kind of one of those things where they did it last time. They probably don't need to do it again. Well, that's another good point. Taylor usually doesn't do the same thing over and over again. So even if it's not there, I feel like something else will be happening yeah mm -hmm. well that's all for the news for right now but like we said earlier taylor is more active on social media so we wanted to take some time to talk about her recent likes on tumblr yeah we did this on our last episode too and it's always fun because fans you know are funny and creative and they put some cool things on tumblr and Taylor finds them and likes them so that we can see them all. Our first one is a post from Monica Geller, which I love that username. And the user wrote, Delicate unexpectedly coming on in public is literally going to be a public health hazard for those around me. But I'm so excited to take this journey and can't wait to see where it takes me. 
Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion on Tumblr, Twitter about how Delicate being the next single is great. But on the other side of the equation, a lot of fans are like, you know, Delicate is such a great, great underrated song that we as Big Taylor fans really like and kind of like hold it close to us. Whereas now it's going to be out on the radio and out in public and more casual fans will get to hear it if they maybe haven't heard it before. Which could be good and bad because it might make the general public view Taylor in a different way, but then it also might be bad because I'm sure people won't appreciate it like fans do. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is delicate is the fifth track on reputation. And we know Taylor usually does not release the fifth track as a single. So that's kind of interesting just thinking about it. Right. And also Delicate is very, very different compared to what the general public has been hearing from Taylor lately, because what they've heard this era is, look what you made me do, ready for it, and Endgame, all great, great songs, but Delicate is very different from them. Absolutely. In a way, this kind of reminds me of her releasing Wildest Dreams as a single. Yeah. I remember I was really surprised by that, but I was excited for people to see a different side of Taylor who don't have the album and only listen to singles on the radio. So I think it could be similar here where the general public will see, oh, wow, this album is really diverse and maybe I should go buy it because the content of it is just so different that you're going to find something you like even if you're just a member of the general public. Right, absolutely. It should hit the radio very soon. I haven't actually heard it yet, though. Yeah, I haven't either, but I'm sure I will soon. Our next post is a little screenshot of one of Taylor's backup singer's posts on social media. And they are obviously rehearsing for the tour, like we had mentioned earlier. And it's a series of three pictures, and it gets progressively closer and zoomed in. And you get to notice that the earpiece that the backup singer is wearing says rep on it. And the caption on the photo says, mood, rep earpieces, because this is really about to be the most extra tour yet. (laughs) And Taylor liked it. So that's confirmation that this tour will be extra. Yes. (laughs) But that is really cool. Taylor always is so detail-oriented. It's one of the reasons why I love her so much. But of course the earpieces say rep on them. (laughs) Why not? And just seeing that makes me think about microphones. How many different microphones we're going to see. Snake microphones, reputation microphones. It's just the amount of effort that she puts into every single detail that people could easily overlook. But I think she's one of those people who, even though she knows people could overlook, for example, this earpiece, she wants it that way because that's how she wants this tour. Right. I wonder what she's going to do with fan involvement, meaning like the light up bracelets from the last tour. I could see her using them again because of how cool they are. But like you said earlier, she doesn't like to do the same thing twice. So 
what creative thing could she do this time? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I think we would all miss the bracelets because they were awesome. For sure. I would say that I definitely want them again. I bet they've had upgraded technology. Maybe they could do something different this time because it's been several years. Right. That's what I was thinking. There's probably a way to make it somewhat different. Soon enough, we'll see what happens. The next one is a post from It's Plaid Shirt Days, who included two photos of Meredith and Olivia from Taylor's video that she posted. And the caption is, I have two moods. So, of course, like Adam mentioned earlier in this episode, Olivia's sprawled out on the bed, limbs everywhere, and Meredith is sitting kind of nicely, but looking kind of mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I mentioned earlier, and I just realized it now, that she has like a like a mad glare right at the camera. <laughs> Typical Meredith, though. And our last one is really funny. It is from All Around Taylor, who said, When you're supposed to do some group work, but you end up being on Tumblr all night, and now your friends are mad. And it is a screenshot of tracks three and four from Reputation. So following up on that statement that I just said, it says, I did something bad. Don't blame me. (laughs) Hey, it happens. Sometimes Taylor can derail your night. Right. You're supposed to be doing work, but, but it doesn't happen. So that's all we have for Taylor's Tumblr likes, but we will be right back with our main discussion. Well, as we mentioned earlier, the main discussion for this week is all about the delicate music video. We actually just watched it. We're recording immediately after, so these are going to be our complete initial impressions, and I'm sure we're both going to think of a lot of things later that we neglected to mention So we'll probably be revisiting the video in future episodes, but this whole night has been really exciting because Taylor not only released the video, but she was also on, in some ways, the iHeartRadio Music Awards show. At the beginning of the show, there was a short segment on Camilla, and people were just talking about her, so Taylor had a little segment, and she said, Baby C. That's been her nickname ever since I've known her. She kind of bounds through life and is this endless ball of energy. And then later in the award show, Taylor won Female Artist of the Year. So she was shown accepting the award. She explained that she is rehearsing for tour, of course, as we know. And that's why she could not attend. But she was very excited to win the award. And then she announced... The delicate music video and it started right away yeah it was funny following along um, with the award show because a lot of people thought that the music video might debut right at the beginning and then it went on and on for a while and people were definitely getting frustrated and it did, did eventually debut about halfway through the show so yeah i didn't know what to expect i was getting a little impatient myself because they kept saying delicate soon or next right and you had to just keep waiting but it was well worth the wait so adam what what was your initial impression you've watched this video i guess twice now 
Yes, and I really like it in terms of the visuals and the look and the scenery. I'm a little bit disappointed that there wasn't really a story because I felt like it'd be a good video to have a story go along with it. But as we'll talk about and as fans have uh, discovered and put thought into the meaning behind the video, it, it really does make a lot of sense. What about you? Yeah, you know, I, I do think this would make a good story, but I have to say I'm glad it doesn't really have a storyline to it because I feel like if there were a love interest and kind of a story sort of video, the media would just take that and run with it. And I think that's probably why she didn't do it that way. True. And did you kind of think there maybe was a love interest related to the little note that was given to her at the beginning and then showed a few times throughout the video? And it seems like when she walks into the bar at the very end that she knows who the note was from and she she found what she was looking for there at the end. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a big theme of the video. And like Adam, I only watched the video twice too. So I need to watch it way more times. But it seems to me like the note represents how she can be herself. And the person who wrote this note likes Taylor for Taylor. You must like me for me. So I think that's kind of the overarching theme of the video, which I really like. Yeah. I also like how different this is from anything Taylor's ever done. And at this point, Joseph Kahn has done so many of Taylor's videos that it's cool to see that he can change it up and do something completely different. Right. It was definitely a lot different than the other music videos so far in this era. And there were kind of two things throughout the video that I related to other music videos. The whole scene in the beginning where she's outside of whatever venue that is and there's paparazzi taking pictures and there's uh, people from TV shows with microphones that are like reporters looking to interview her and all the flashing lights. That was very similar to the scene in Wildest Dreams where it was pretty much the same thing. People taking pictures and flashing lights at her. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And the second thing that I related this video to, just in terms of the dancing, is the music video for Sia's song, Chandelier. Do you know that video? You know, I actually don't, but I feel like I need to go watch it now. Yeah, it's a, a similar video in terms of using dance to express thoughts and feelings and yeah, go check it out. You'll see the the resemblance for sure. That's cool. For me, the beginning, I just thought, okay, this is showing Taylor. She's getting all this attention from the media. Everybody's so focused on her. I loved when she had her guards with her and she walks backwards and they walk backwards. It's like she can't get away from anyone because everyone is so hyper-focused on every little thing that she does. And it, to me, kind of reflects what her life was like before she decided to disappear. Yeah, I love that part, too. Just how, she, you know, the guards are walking in perfect step with her. And even if she stops or goes backwards, they do the same thing. It's like kind of like robotic, like 
this is how my life is. I have to be with security 100% of the time. And we all know that's the case, but I'm sure for her, it just stinks because she doesn't have any freedom. Yeah, it was really very effective, I think, at showing what her life is like. I do wonder if people will, people as in the general public, will say she's being annoying or something, complaining about being famous. But it was such a short part of the video, I'm hoping that won't happen. And then, of course, she gets to the part where she kind of disappears or becomes invisible and the people at the party or whatever it was can't see her. Um, the guards can't see her. She's trying to distract them and get in their face and they don't even see her. So at that point in the video is when the whole mood changes and she realizes that she can do whatever she wants and she starts doing her crazy expressive dance. Oh, that was just so awesome. And before she realizes that no one can see her, I love how she's pulling all the faces in the mirror. It's it's so Taylor. And I think that was the point when she has the note, right? She's in front of the mirror and then the note is there. Okay, I don't remember exactly. Like like off to her side or I th I think and it was like magical, like dust arises from it, I think. Yes, it did have, it was more than just like a piece of paper. It had a magical quality to it, definitely. And I did love the guard part when she's trying to distract them, trying to make them realize she's there. And you can tell she, she just can't believe that they can't see her. Mm -hmm. And same with the woman in the elevator. Taylor thinks that they're looking at each other, but really she was just looking in the mirror and putting on her lipstick. Yeah, I liked that part too. And it it kind of seemed like she was disappointed, like she thought it was already over and they could see her. Right. So with respect to the expressive dancing, it's just awesome. Can you imagine how much time it must have taken her to work this out and get everything completely down? Yeah, because dance took up the majority of the video, so it definitely must have taken a long, long time. And it really worked so well with the music. I just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I can believe it. I always knew Taylor could dance, but we've never seen her dance like this before. And so as the video progressed, uh, she went outside and was dancing in the rain, and a lot of people seem to allude to dancing in the rain on social media, but I didn't really know for sure. Do you know, is there any significance to her previous songs or lyrics other than um, in Fearless, right? Of course, Fearless, right. Um, and Taylor's just always had a thing with rain. Even on the Fearless tour, should have said no. The, the final song of the night she had the rain coming down on stage and even sparks fly references rain. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. So, and plus of course I always hearken back when I think of rain to the Gillette stadium tour for speak now when it was the rain show. So Taylor's just always had kind of a special relationship with rain and the fans have always known that. So that part of the video is my favorite. 
And when she's just jumping up and down in the puddles, I I just love that part. Mm -hmm. I also, though, love the subway scene when she's dancing in the subway. That reminds me of her performance of You Belong With Me on the VMAs way back in 2009. And if you remember the VMAs in 2009, that was the night the whole Kanye incident happened. So it was... A big night for Taylor that still follows her around to this day. But on that night, she performed You Belong With Me. And part of the performance was in a subway. Yes, the very beginning of it. I remember that. Yeah, I love that performance. So I loved seeing the subway in this video. And I don't know if she was trying to relate it back to that performance or if she just wanted the subway because... Obviously, the song Delicate talks about the West Side, and it seems very much like, to me, it seems like New York, I'm guessing, when she talks about the West Side. Yeah, that's a good question that I don't know the answer to, because, of course, as we mentioned, our fans are very, very good at figuring things out. And I don't know if you saw Steph, but just you know, a couple, an hour or so after the video has aired, they have already figured out that the bar at the end of the video is a bar in L.A. Oh, okay. So then maybe it is L.A. Could be, but then L.A. doesn't have a subway system like that, I don't think. I I think it has somewhat of a subway system. Okay. I, I feel like all cities have a west side and a subway system of some sort. Mm-hmm. But also I saw that a lot of people thought that it could just be, it doesn't need to be a specific place. Like it could just be a general location. It doesn't have to be LA. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So as with all of the videos so far this era, and they've all been directed by Joseph Kahn, there were... Tiny little things that could be hard to spot on a first watch, but um, I caught on to a couple of them, and then I saw on social media a couple others that people caught on to. The first one was the very beginning of the subway scene, before she gets in the actual uh, subway car. She's, I believe, like upstairs, and one of the pillars behind her has Track 5 spray-painted onto it. That is pretty cool. That is really cool, especially because we were talking about how Taylor has never had track five as a single since Fearless, which was White Horse. Right. And track five always seems to be a fan favorite going back to all the previous albums. That is really cool. That was definitely a shout out to the fans there. And I did not catch that myself just watching it the first time, did you? No, I did not either. But the next one I did, but I had to go back and rewatch to see all of it. And there could be more still that I've missed. But in the alley, in the rain scene, off on the left side, there is writing on the garage doors as the camera moves down the alley. And the first one says, it's delicate. The second one says, echoes of your footsteps and the third one says reputation i do love how they keep putting these messages in the videos of course with ready for it there were so many 
that we didn't even know what they meant because the album wasn't out yet. Right. I remember, I think I, there was an Endgame one and was it Ed or Edward was one of the graffiti messages. So we thought maybe Ed was involved in the album. Mm-hmm. And another thing I picked up on social media was the progression of the four music videos in this era so far. So think about this. Look What You Made Me Do is about the death of the old Taylor. The next one, Ready For It, is about the birth or the rise of the new Taylor. Endgame is about new Taylor's search for her endgame. And Delicate Now is that she's out of the public's eye and she can do whatever she wants. And she found her endgame at the end of the video, it seems like. Wow, I love that. Fans are so good at this kind of stuff. I'm always amazed. But it's so true. It really is like a progression, which makes me wonder what will happen next. Right. And it makes me wonder if this was kind of like part one of a story or now that she arrived at the bar, maybe the next music video will start at that bar and it will be about the relationship or whatever. Well, you know, now that you just said that, that reminds me of So It Goes, where it says, met you in a bar as a lyric. And Getaway Car says, think about the place where you first met me. So, Right. There are so many connections between these songs and videos that I don't think we know what's coming next. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, Taylor has been very active tonight liking things on Tumblr, popping up into Instagram Live videos, being active on Twitter, even liking tweets on Twitter. So we wanted to read some of the likes that Taylor had on Tumblr. Yeah, it's always fun to look at her likes. And we did some earlier um, from the past couple weeks, uh, but these ones will be all related to the video, of course. So the first one is from Screaming Color Swift, who said the fact that she is all sad at the start and smiles at the end and then just a bunch of random letters and then S.O.S., which is totally appropriate (laughs) because um, I don't think we talked about this yet, but, you know, she's sad at the beginning and then at the end, that smile, I think, just melted everybody. Oh, absolutely. And I've seen some posts with just the two beginning and end side by side Taylor sad and then Taylor smiling and that just makes everyone happy another one is from stolen kisses pretty lies who just wrote in all caps the blue dress the faces in the mirror the dance moves the rain the piece of paper the split the dive bar the smile and yeah we forgot about the split but Another thing that we haven't mentioned yet is new merchandise is now available on Taylor's website with the Delicate video, including a lithograph of Taylor doing the split on the car. And it's already sold out, so (laughs) I'm hoping they get more in. I didn't get to order one. It's $40, and it looks really cool. But there are also shirts and some other Delicate merchandise on the website. Cool. Yeah, that lithograph looked cool. Um, It looked like there was only 500. So it was like a special edition, you know, only one out of 500. But with the demand they're getting, I wonder if they'll make more. 
I hope so, because I checked 20 minutes after and it was gone. Wow. So I think it's rare to have a lithograph cost so little. Usually when they're signed, they're $200. This is not actually hand signed by Taylor, but it's really very nice and it was $40. So if you're interested, just be on the lookout for the, to maybe come back. The next one is from Light Me Up, Go Ahead. And here's another comparison to another song. And this person wrote on Tumblr, she is wearing a dark blue dress because she hasn't been painted golden yet. And that totally makes sense because it is a line from Dancing With Our Hands Tied. Deep blue, but you painted me golden. Wow. <laughs> Again, I just, I never can believe what fans come up with. I never would have even thought of that, but it makes so much sense. I know. <laughs> and like we were talking about earlier in the episode, just how detail-oriented Taylor is, I can guarantee that was absolutely intentional. Yes, 100%. She and her attention to detail and Joseph Kahn seems like he has a very sharp attention to detail as well. They do everything they do for a reason. Wow, I love that one. Uh, the last one that we wanted to read is from Nothing Safes, who wrote, I'm at a complete loss for words and I'm sobbing. What a freaking message. Going from fake smiling and being watched and succumbing to what other people expect of you to dancing in the rain like no one is watching to giving it your all and just dancing everywhere. I'm a writer and words are my thing, but right now I'm at a loss for them. Thank you, Taylor. So yeah, that sums it up well. I mean, like I mentioned at the beginning, I was a little disappointed in that it wasn't more story-driven, but still, the meaning behind it all and the way it was presented, it really, really was an awesome video. Yeah, it really was. And one other tweet that I've seen going around a lot was from Pop Facts News, who wrote kind of the meaning of the video, which I really liked, and tweeted, for people who don't understand, this video is about how the media saw and hated on Taylor, and she felt like she was no longer human. Then she disappeared, enjoyed her life, was herself, and found happiness. This is really meaningful to her. I, I just liked that quick little summary of the whole video. Yes, very well put, for sure. So for you, how do you rank the four videos of this era? Ooh, that is a really good question. You put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to put Look What You Made Me Do, number one, just because of how awesome well how awesome the video is um i would put the song further down on my list of favorite songs on reputation but i think the video is my favorite uh, i would put number two is definitely a toss-up between endgame and this one delicate i think i'd have to put delicate at number two right now and then endgame at number three and then ready for it at number four how about you? Mine is actually the same. Okay. But 
for me, it was an easier call between Delicate and Endgame. I just really like this video. I like how different it is. So it's easily my second favorite video. I also really like the symbolism of it. And I know in the coming days, fans are going to think of more things that we didn't get to mention in this episode. So I'm sure we'll be revisiting it to talk about everything we've missed. But this is definitely my second, then Endgame, and then Ready for It. Well, I'm sure we can't wait for the next one. And I think I've seen people say online, do you think there's a chance we could get a video for every song? I think it's highly doubtful, but it would be awesome if we did. Yeah, I think it's highly doubtful too. But I think we'll definitely get more singles and more videos without a doubt. If you look back to 1989, there were seven total singles. We're only at number four. So I, th I think we'll get more. Definitely at least one more, I would say. But I hope that she goes up to seven like she did for 1989. Hope so. Well, we hope you're loving Delicate as much as we are. And I can't wait to see what people have to say about the video throughout this whole week and i'm sure it's going to hit so many views very very quickly so we'll be keeping you up to date on all of that if you want to provide us with your thoughts about the music video please feel free to contact us we're swiftcast13 on twitter tumblr instagram and facebook and you can also email us at swiftcast13show at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us and you can also visit our website which is www.swiftcast13.com so you can expect in the future we're going to be talking more about not only the delicate music video but the song song lyrics as well as other songs from reputation so we're excited to get back into all of that before tour starts yeah, it's coming soon, so get excited. Yeah, especially now that I've seen the Delicate video, I cannot wait to see what it will look like on tour. So we hope you're all just as excited as we are, and we can't wait for the next episode. For now, for episode 244, this has been Steph. And Adam. And we will see you soon. Thank you. See ya. See ya.